My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. We have a super exciting guest coming on today again. Um, the guest I'm bringing on, Ben Leonard. He's the co-founder of Ecom Brokers. He's also the founder of Beast Gear. Ben is a classic millennial entrepreneur. He, with the e-commerce broker brokers brand, he's a brand ambassador and digital marketer. In addition to that. Ben is also busy building brands and helping others follow his footsteps with his consultancy courses and mentorship program. So Ben, thank you so much for making the time to jump on today. I really appreciate you, you know, jumping on and coming on here to show some, you know, valuable tips and and share with the people listening. I'm super excited to jump in. How's it going? It's good. It's all good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you, uh, you having me on the show. Thanks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you've done some amazing things. So before we really get started into any questions, do you want to go ahead and just talk about a little bit of your background? Tell us where you started and and how did you get to where you are right now? Because everything that you're doing seems incredible. And I just would love to share that with with our listeners before we really dive in. Sure. Yeah. Happy to. Thanks. Um, So I'm from Northeast Scotland in the UK. And like a lot of people in the area I'm from, I'm from a city called Aberdeen, which is an oil town. So it was inevitable I would end up working in the oil industry. But I was like the token tree hugger in the oil industry. Um, I was the, the dolphin nerd who had to tell the oil guys not to throw chemicals in the sea. And I enjoyed that. But uh, something happened to me which changed the course of my career completely. Uh, I got quite sick with a heart problem uh, back in uh, late 2015, early 2016. So while I was recovering, I was off work and I had to stop all my fitness training hobbies at the time. So I started this fitness brand just as a hobby. And um, I turned out to be pretty good at it. I quit my job. And three years later, that business, which was a fitness brand called Beast Gear, was doing about six million US dollars in sales. And I sold it. And now uh, I'm helping others to sell their businesses with with econ brokers, as you said, and I'm 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 consulting and mentoring others. And I've really gotten into podcasting. Um, I guest on a ton of podcasts, and that inspired me to start my own show, which is in its infancy. But I'm hoping that what will make people interested in hearing that story is the fact that you know that I'm learning as I go with podcasting, and I'm kind of I'm documenting and sharing that. I love it, Ben. This is incredible. Like, and I'm sorry to hear with your the health um, issues I'm that you had. Now. Yeah, come it's up. all good. Perfect. Oh, that makes me so happy. Uh, you know, overcoming that and and just becoming or continuing to become so successful. You know, like making six million in sales, and you know now you're on the journey of helping others sell their businesses and do the same thing, uh, which is incredible. So I'm so happy you were able to share a little bit of that with us. Uh, when you, what did you find, I guess, when you kind of started into getting others to do the same or helping others with coaching and what mentorship, what were some of the biggest challenges with that? Uh, setting expectations. A lot of people, 
because all you know, e-commerce is one of those industries that attracts a lot of kind of slimy snake oil sales salesman gurus. And so people right. see they see the Facebook ads and the Instagram and the TikToks of people posing in front of flashcards and it's like buy my course and I'll make you rich. And people have these expectations that they're gonna achieve that quickly. And I have to kind of say, no, that's all lies. This is like real business. You're gonna have to put hard work into this and it will take time. But if you do it the right way, you will get there. You just need to be patient. And then when it comes to selling a business, people will come to me and, and my, my co-founder and our, our firm, econ brokers, and they'll ask us what their business is worth and we'll tell them. And sometimes they're disappointed because we'll tell them their business is worth, you know, maybe half a million or a million or, or, or five million and whatever it is, they, they want to double or triple that. Right. And I have to explain to them, but it's not worth that. But because of all the kind of the narrative that's going on in this space, people throwing crazy numbers out there. Um, a lot of people have high, high expectations, but they are not engaged with reality. So that's a really hard thing. You have to kind of set expectations. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's true. You know, so many people think like, okay, this, this can happen overnight. And, you know, they don't, a lot of the time they don't understand how much hard work and effort, patience and consistency it takes to get to where they want to be. And so I get what you're saying when uh, you mentioned, you know, you can get there, but you have to put the work in and be patient. Um, And I think that's a challenge for a lot of, a lot of people out there and for very relatable to the people listening as well, you know? So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, you're, when you mentioned consistency there, I think that's the main thing, right? It's, it's it's working at something every day is what makes the, it compounds, right? It's the compounding effect. And that's what will right. pay off rather than any single special magic potion that's gonna, you know, if we're talking about podcasting, that's gonna make your podcast, you know, the new Tim Ferriss show, right? It's, right. it's, not, it's consistency. Yeah, consistency is key like it is, with anything, right? So um, yeah, thanks for sharing that. I, I love that. So tell me about, you know, I guess we can start in talking about the podcast. Now, I know you said you're just starting to get, you know, guests come on and we'll touch on that in a second here, but when, uh, can you remind me again when you started the podcast and what were your intentions, intentional actions behind starting it? Yeah, so the podcast probably started about a year ago. I actually published it in, in two ways. Uh, one's Ecom Made Easy, where we talk specifically about e-commerce. And mm-hmm. one's Exits Made Easy, where we talk even more specifically about exits in the e-commerce space. And, and they started about a year ago when I started to record these little monologue YouTube videos of helpful tips. I say YouTube videos. Yeah, they're on YouTube, but published everywhere, right? Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook. And it made a lot of sense to me as somebody who likes to consume audio content myself when I'm just going for a walk and I'm doing chores around the house or the garden or something. A lot of people are going to want to consume this exact same content in audio format. So we started to publish it as a podcast. And as I became more and more familiar and confident with guesting on podcasts, I decided I'm quite a, you know, a talky kind of chatty peopley person. I would like to interview people, you know, so why not? Absolutely. Um, so I've started doing that too. And what kind of guests do you bring onto the show? Typically people I know involved you just in, started. 
Yeah, so we've just started. Um, but the good news is that because I'm I'm becoming reasonably well known in the e-commerce space and I've built a pretty good network from being on other people's shows and providing helpful content, I have some pretty decent names of people that have already recorded and will record um, Love it. within the industry. So it's people in the e-commerce space. They might be um, experts because they've built their own brands. They might be experts on particular subject matters. So, you know, we I've interviewed intellectual property lawyers who can help with that side of things. I've interviewed, you know, product development experts and designers all the way through to, um, you know, paid marketing experts. Basically, subject matter experts on everything you could possibly need to know from any e-commerce perspective, all the way from, you know, developing your product to importing it to selling it and marketing it and protecting your brand. Love it. Love it. And and how do you go about getting these people? Like, do you send them a message or do they come to you or do you have a funnel of some sort? It's a pretty straightforward relationship based. Like there's nothing flashy. Um, I'm not really into that. It's really, very, really simple. It's um, people that I have. Because they're starting to know. Yeah. Because your name's out there now. And exactly. It's, it's relationships that I've built. It's I've been on their show. Hey, do you want to come on mine? Even if I haven't been on their show, it's, I think you could bring value to my audience. Do you want to come on? But I'm also getting people asking me if they can come on. Although we, we've only just started taking guests. They, they know that I'm taking guests now. And so they're saying, Hey, I'd like to be one of your guests over time. I'm sure we're going to reach a point where I've kind of saturated my network. And Mm -hmm. so being a little bit more experimental and clever about how we do things is probably going to have to be something that we do. And potentially I'll take inspiration from the way that I ended up on this show, right? And was introduced to you guys. <laughs> um, you know, you guys are doing some pretty cool stuff when it comes to 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 guest outreach and finding guests. I love it. And I think that's the way to do it though, is, is relationships first. Because I think everything yeah. in business comes back or everything in successful business comes back to solid relationships. Absolutely. And I think, you know, the relationship, like you said, it's the foundation. It, 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 it really is. And to be able to build that relationship and maintain it and stay connected is huge, right? So absolutely. So what you're saying is basically you're pretty organic about the whole thing right now. And that's amazing. Yeah. Um, and what would you say is your favorite organic marketing strategy? Just well, I, I mean, in terms of podcasting, yeah, it's it's just contacting Word people that I know and just mm-hmm. being honest about, you know, my motivation for wanting them on the show. Look, I think that you're a great expert at this, 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 and this, and here's why I think it could be useful for my audience. But in terms of more wider marketing, I'm all about like one-to-one relationships and stuff that people think doesn't scale. So right. like, just to give you an example, um, with my first brand, Beastgear, pretty much everyone who followed us posted about us used our hashtags on our social media channels we would interact with them directly one-to-one in dms and originally i did all of that work myself but of course that became unsustainable right we were turning over six million dollars a year in sales like we had a ton of customers right now the big big corporations think well that doesn't scale we can't do that but actually if you find a way to make this organic relationship building stuff scale which i did i just built templates and got a team of freelancers in the philippines to look after it for me when you do that stuff people feel an affinity towards your brand and that's what's made what makes loyal customers want to consistently come back 
So if people are thinking about, well, how can they apply that to podcasting? It's the same thing, right? You build a community and you engage one-to-one with your community, wherever that may be, whether that's in a Facebook group or in DMs on Instagram or whatever it might be. But when you do that, people feel an affinity towards whatever it is that you're building and they're going to keep coming back and eventually they're going to buy your stuff. Of course. Yep. I I agree with you there. And just maintaining that, right? 100%. I love that. So I know we kind of jumped into the podcasting and stuff and we'll we'll come back to it. But actually, I guess I meant to kind of get you to I, I wanted to mention earlier, but I totally skipped it. But do you mind just going ahead and walking us through your services and how you deliver them uh, as of just yeah, right sure. now? And that would be awesome because yeah. I think so, you have a, a really good thing going on. When I sold my first brand, so Beast Gear um, is a fitness brand. I sold it in late 2019. I founded it in early 2016 and I sold it um, through a broker and that broker, it turns out, sucked. Um, but I was very lucky because the accountant or the director of the accountancy firm who looked after the accounts for Beast Gear, she kind of saved the day. Uh, she had like close to 30 years mergers and acquisitions experience. So she tidied up the mess and we got the deal done. All good. So we said to each other, after all this process was done and dusted, we said, well, there's an obvious thing to do here. We should set up a better broker, a better brokerage firm. So we did. Um, so we created Econ Brokers. So we're in the UK, but we're doing deals all over the world. We now have a a deal director sitting in Chicago. And our role effectively is to work with people who own an e-commerce business. So, you know, that could be you're selling your own brand of Jeep accessories on Amazon, or you might be selling swimwear on uh, your own website, whatever it might be. Uh, We help you plan and then execute your exit strategy so you can sell your business for the best possible deal and deal structure. Outside of that, I do a little bit of consulting on the e-commerce side. Again, everything from, you know, brand development to sourcing products and everything in between. Um, but my main, the main gig right now is, is e-com brokers. Um, and it, it's great fun to help other people kind of enjoy that success of taking their business, getting it ready for sale and selling it and, and it hopefully achieving, you know, achieving their dreams. Absolutely. I love that. That's exciting, you know, and having such an expert work with them doing it is it's reassuring for sure. As yeah, you've done I, it I for yourself. Kind of got, totally. It, it helps. We've got the experience on all sides. Like I've been there and done it as, a, as an e-commerce business owner. I'm doing it again. Allison understands the mergers and acquisitions and the account side of things. And then in the U S in Chicago, we've got John who used to work for Amazon used to work for one of the big private equity buyers in the e-commerce space. We kind of like understand all sides of the, the equation. So we like to think that our clients are in good hands. Yeah. Absolutely. Sounds like they are. Love it. That's awesome. So what with, I know that your main gig is the, the e-com, but what would your main focus be with, with that gig for the next year? So really it's about, so 2022 has been a tough time in the mergers and acquisitions market in, in e-commerce. You know, last year, e-commerce businesses were being sold for ridiculous money. You know, pretty some pretty terrible businesses are being sold for some pretty incredible money. A lot of bad business owners got very rich. And we've gone through a bit of a correction and 2022 has been a lot tougher. So our role at the minute 
is yes, we're helping people to sell their businesses and deals are still being done, but we're helping people to prepare and get their business in the best possible shape so that as the market picks up and it's starting to pick up and will continue to pick up through 2023 is then to get people in the position where they can sell. So right. what makes this quite a lot different to like some of these sort of flipping websites, which some of your listeners might've heard of where their business model is just list them on the website, get them in, get them out, not particularly concerned with getting people a great deal for their business. We play the longer relationship building game of actually, you know, understanding what seller wants and how we can help them develop their business to get them to the point that it's going to get them the right deal. We're a lot more long-termist really than these sort of listing sites. Right. Love that. Yeah. And it's just, it's important, right? Like those listing sites, they don't really care, you know, and, and totally. you, the fact, the fact that you make that relationship and it's going to be long-term. Right. And also, I guess my next question is because you do so much of that relationship building, you must get tons of referrals and stuff too, right? Oh, most of our How deals did... come from referrals. Yeah. I knew it. Uh, yeah. We don't have the budget compared to some of these big guns who've been around for a long time to market that heavily. And we don't need to, and we don't want to, right? Um, right. The, the most exciting marketing we've done is we created some funny videos to illustrate the the pretty some of the pretty dry topics in a kind of funny way um if anyone wants to check that out it's ecombrokers.co.uk slash movie um but apart from that it's it's word of mouth it's referrals it's we provide helpful compelling free engaging information in the form of the podcast the videos the blog articles being active on social people realize okay these guys know what they're talking about I'll go see them and see if they can help me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have any other kind of referral strategies for our listeners today or just, you know, building Build that long partnerships. relation? So, mm -hmm. you know, how can you, it's got to be a win-win, right? You've got to, it's not, can't be transactional. It can't just be like, how can I get as many referrals out of this person as possible? It's right. Be, how can I make this great for them so that they want to refer to me? So make your referral offering really good. So we pay a commission, somebody refers a business to us, we sell it, they're gonna get tens of thousands of dollars probably because they referred it to us. So that's great. But they also, it makes them look good too because when they refer a client to us because we maximize the value of the deal over and above what all these crappy listing sites do, they look good because their client is really, really happy because they got the best possible deal. Right. Um, and then we'll refer people back to them. You know, how can we help them develop their business? Perhaps we have clients who don't want to sell yet. They're not going to sell for another, you know, six, 12, 18 months, but this referral partner has a service that can help them grow their business. We'll refer them over and help them that way. It's got to be a two-way two -way street. It has to be a win-win, right? So yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. So, you know, Ben, back to the podcast, tell me, I guess, yeah, I want to know how the podcast, and I know that you just started with the interviews and stuff like that. Totally cool. But my question is, how does the podcast affect your business? Well, it, it does a couple of things. It positions us as an authority. Do you want 
so people recognize we know what we're talking about. Um, in a space where there's tons of slimy gurus who mm-hmm. think they know what they're talking about, but they kind of actually don't. So that's really important. Um, it builds relationships with our guests. It provides a consistent touch point for listeners. You know, people enjoy listening to podcasts regularly, you know, sometimes multiple times a day. So when you're there in their ears regularly, they're, you're being top of mind. So they're going to come back to you. And it gives us an excuse to contact people. We can email them because we have a new podcast episode. We can post about it on social because we have a new podcast episode. We can publish a video to supplement the podcast episode, whatever it might be. So like it's it's kind of the classic uh, like Gary Vaynerchuk pillar content thing, right? You record your podcast episode and you get a million different things out of it because you can then post everywhere to talk about your podcast episode. So right. all of that provides more touch points, keeps you top of mind. People remember to come back to you. And you can use it in a million ways. Like perhaps you're talking to a potential client. You're trying to illustrate a point to them. Oh, actually, I spoke about this at length in episode, you know, whatever. Go listen to that. Suddenly now you've got another subscriber. And the next day when this person is considering thinking to themselves, hmm, do I want to use their service? Well, I'll listen to that episode they recommended. Then they listen to the episode in their own time. It doesn't feel salesy or pushy. They've just consumed this useful content. And they're going to come back and say, you know what, that was really useful. I'm going to go work with them. Absolutely. You know, and having that podcast and they can go to the, at their own time, just like you mentioned, and it doesn't come off as salesy. It doesn't come off as harassing. And, you know, they're going to come to you. Also, listening oh. to your podcast episodes, probably even if they haven't met you, builds a little bit of trust. They get to know you a bit, you know, um, so that relationships might already be building before you even meet these future clients. Right. So that's, that's an exciting part about podcasting yeah, as well. 100%. And so do you find that one of your goals will be to, you know, um, have people come on as a guest and then possibly joining in one of your programs or, or becoming a client afterwards? Is that something that you're interested in or what is, what is your plan um, with that? So right now we're interviewing subject matter experts. We actually have Mm -hmm. a couple of interviews lined up in the pipeline to interview our former clients about the process that they went through, which I think will be kind of fun. That's exciting. Perspective clients on the show. um, I'm not sure quite how that might work. What, what, What could actually end up happening kind of almost as a happy accident is some of the subject matter matter experts that we know, we know they've got e-commerce businesses as well. And because of that relationship we've built with them, it's quite likely when they're ready to sell, they'll come to us. But as for like using podcasts to bring on guests who then might sell their business, not sure. I can see how that might work. You know, hey, do you have an Mm -hmm. interesting story about your e-commerce business? Come and have a chat about it. And then, you know, we sort of try and follow them down the, the client route, um, it's not something we've done yet, but it's certainly an interesting idea that could work. Absolutely. Well, Ben, I love everything that you're doing. I like how it's going. And it's so exciting to hear that, you know, you are having guests come on and everything. And um, so that's that's really exciting. <clears throat> what would you say with the podcast has been the biggest pain point so far? You know, we all know that podcasting, we love it. It's fun. It's great. But there, it comes with challenges too. What are some of the challenges you faced? 
Uh, actually, a very current one, and it's one that I'm a lot of more experienced podcasters listening to this might kind of roll their eyes at this, but this is a real challenge that a lot of people beginning deal with software. Um, yes. So we're right now we're using Zoom, right? And, and it works. Right. Works really well, actually. But I've been playing around with trying to do something a little bit more clever, and I've been using Riverside recently. And I know guys, I know Riverside too. It's good. It is it is good, but I'm running into a heck of a lot of technical difficulties right now. So Riverside tech guys, if you're listening, can you fix it, please? <laughs> Having a lot of issues. Um, it's so funny you mentioned that because I actually was on Riverside last Friday for something, and camera was not going on, and there was just all kinds of issues popping up, but. But I do like it other than, you know, a few technical it's, difficulties. It's really nice to use. It's slick. It's user-friendly. It's easy. But I'm running into these if, the issues. I've been recording some, some kind of uh, screen share content for some courses myself, and it keeps crashing. And I'm saying to myself, wow, this would be embarrassing if this happened, you know, 30 minutes into a 45-minute interview or something with a guest. Right. And uh, right now, the engineers can't seem to figure out what's going on with it. Um, so... I'm like, you know, I'm explaining to them, well, Zoom works. So just make Riverside work. <laughs> right. Uh, I wish it was that easy. Yeah. You know, I had problems. But you know what? I had problems on Zoom today, too. So, I mean, I don't there know, like, which is which is better. And uh, I only really use Zoom for the most part. But I've been running into issues on it as well. So, but I don't know if it has to do with Zoom or if it's my computer. So that's the problem. <laughs> Well, it's working now, so it's all good. <laughs> That's all that matters, right? So so tell me, um, you know, if you were to triple your profit and revenue in the next year, what would be the new um, challenges? What would be the, the anything that you might have to change if you were um, to triple the profit well, and revenue? Well, we'd probably be needing to hire more people, um, yeah. which is a happy problem to have, right? It's a good problem mm -hmm. to have. Um, right. You know, we've, we've just hired John, who's our deal director in the U.S. Um, we have a team uh, in the Philippines uh, who are awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I expect we'd need to bring on more people, particularly on the branding and marketing side, um, but also on the, the client relations side to make sure that all these new clients that we've got are being looked after properly. Um, because that, that is the most important thing, right? No clients, no yeah, business. Number one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that would be, that would be the main issue we'd be running into is uh, needing to increase our capacity to keep up, which is fine. Like we're, we're well aware of that. And so we'll be, we will make sure that we have that dealt with in time as that happens. Love it. And yeah, I definitely, that's relatable. I, I asked this question on a lot of the interviews just to see some of the different answers. And one of the number one things is, yeah, obviously increased capacity and, you know, hire more people, put them in the right positions and yeah, grow. So yep. love it. Yep. Love it. Ben, I know that we're getting close to the end of the episode here. So I just want to thank you again for taking the time out to share your, your amazing information with the people listening. You had a lot of valuable insight to share. So I appreciate it. And also telling us your story and how you got to where you are today. Um, that is my favorite part about a podcast because everyone's story is, is so different, but so unique. And um, I feel like when they're able to share that, 
it's the most relatable thing possible for for the listeners. So in well, one way or another. Yeah. So thank great. you. Thank you. And I wanted to also, you know, ask just before we jump off here, what is the best way to connect with you if there's anyone listening that's interested? Sure. Uh, if you're interested in anything related to e-commerce, you can email me, ben at ecombrokers.co.uk. Um, you can go to our website, fill in our form if you're looking to sell your business. I'm on all the main social media channels. My handle is Ben Leonard Pro. Uh, and if you want to check out the podcasts, one's called Ecom Made Easy and one is called Exits Made Easy. Amazing. Thanks again, Ben. It was a pleasure cool. having you on. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Cheers. Everyone listening, if you if you enjoyed this interview, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure or higher entrepreneur and like to come on, just like Ben did today for an interview, please go to top100interviews.com and fill out the application. We'd love to have you on as well. Catch you on the next one. See you guys. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.